The Only Way is Through, a new podcast in partnership with iHeartRadio and Under Armour. Players, coaches, and athletes will share intimate and personal stories of performing at the highest level. This season, Notre Dame women's basketball coach Muffet McGraw is battling a losing record. Every game, knowing you're supposed to win, that really weighs heavy on your shoulders, and I think I said at one point, wouldn't it be great to be the underdog again? My husband said, be careful what you wish for, and here we are. Listen to The Only Way is Through, available now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Who's happy? Oh, no, you can't put this in there. <laughs> I really gotta just be careful. <clears throat> be careful what I say. You sound <clears throat> horrible. Thanks, I feel great. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to 20 Something's Doing Nothing. I'm Ricky. I'm Jake. He sounds horrible because he's sick. Yeah, I'm still sick from last week. Last week, at least, I sounded normal. Yeah. I can, like, I wonder what I sound like because you know how you always sound different to yourself than you do out loud? Yes. So, like, I know what I normally sound like, but I don't know what I sound like right now, but I know what I sound like to myself, and it sounds really weird. It, it It's weird. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that it's not. But, oh, God, see, it's like, my voice cracks. <laughs> <laughs> what really t- matters is that you're here right now. Yeah, thanks. That's how much you love and this I have podcast. A lot of water. Yes. So, I'm going to fight through it, and if my voice annoys you, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've done this before with no voice. And that was the first thing I thought of was how horrible everyone's going to think it sounds and everyone's not going to want to listen. But they listened because they love us. And they loved it. What if I just whisper the whole time? Please don't. That's actually more straining on your voice, isn't it? I don't know. I I just know it sounds creepy. It's more straining on your voice to whisper. I guess it would be because the way that you talk is just normal and you're used to it. So to make it not sound like that, aka whispering, would be harder. Talk really high, I mean, really loud. I'm not going to try that. Don't do that. It's going to hurt really badly. Don't do that. Don't do any of those things. <laughs> no. No, dog. It's going to be enough for me, dog. I hate you so much, I love Anna. American Idol. It makes me think of Randy when Randy Jackson was on American Idol. Well, that I told was you, so long ago. I told you at the beginning of the season of American Idol that's really good, and I'm sticking to my guns there. You're still watching it yeah, every night? every episode. Really? I don't watch it live, though, so I had to unfollow all the people on social media who were like on the show. Because they kept spoiling it for me. And I was like, I'm not watching it live. I watch it the next day on Hulu. Oh, because you don't have cable. Right. You only have Hulu. And I'm not going to get cable because there's no point. It's not that good that you would buy cable for it. No, there's no show that I would buy cable for. (laughs) I can just watch it the next day. Why do I need to watch it the night of? Because you get like so into it that you need to watch it in real time. No, I'm good. Like I have to watch Riverdale when it's happening. That's interesting. I can't watch it the next day. But you also have a lot of friends that... You watch it with, or at least Yuritza. Yeah. And by a lot of friends, I mean you have one friend. <laughs> AKA the one person that watches it you with You have me. one friend that watches it with you, so you guys can like text each other during and be like, oh my God, Archie's so hot. Oh my God, did you see that? Oh my God. Exactly. That's exactly what we do. Except for I, last week, we watched it together, and then we did an Instagram Live afterwards. I mean, you guys were fucked up. We were a little drunk. <laughs> You could say that again. A little tipsy. Yuritza's like, I didn't even know this. I'm like, oh my god, I can't even watch this. <laughs> it wasn't that bad. You're being, you're exaggerating. I'm just being dramatic. You're always dramatic. That's why I thought that the sickness wasn't a real sickness, and that's why I made fun of you last yeah. week when you said that you were sick. I'm back. <laughs> you sound horrendous. I'm on my third antibiotic. It's taken three doctors to figure out that I have strep throat. Which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever it heard of in my life. It should have taken one doctor. <laughs> but the first two should have worked, even if they didn't know I had strep. The first two antibiotics should have worked for strep. So you have like just super Hulk strep throat. Yeah. And this is like the only the first day that I'm, this is so boring. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> Basically, it's not working. Well, I saw in the news that there's viruses that are getting stronger and stronger and just keep like 
not working with antibiotics that we already have. I wish I was getting stronger and stronger. Which I don't know if that's true or well, if that's just you, fake news. You can't take antibiotic for a virus. True. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get better. I know. I need to go home. Because we have, okay, well that too. We have things we need to talk about. You're going to Iceland tomorrow, which is today if you're listening to the podcast when we post it. Hell what yeah. What time do you get there? Are you doing overnight? Yeah. Until Friday? Yeah. So you're probably on a plane right now if you're listening to this. Well, you're not on a plane. Ricky's on a plane. <laughs> you're listening to it wherever you're listening to it. Yeah, I'll be on a plane. And I don't know it's when I'll be back again. I'm so excited for you. I'm just going to ignore that. I'm so excited <laughs> for you to go to Iceland and hear all about it. I'm super pumped. I feel like we should just be spokespeople for Iceland. For, right. Uh, I can't speak. We should just be spokespeople for Iceland because I have a feeling you're going to love it. And I loved it. And then we can like get paid to talk about Iceland. I definitely am going to love it because I'm already hyped about it. Although I do feel like I'm getting sick. So if you gave me strep uh, while I'm on my way to Iceland, I will literally you to, murder you, you in you your sleep. Doctor. I want to go to the doctor, but my doctor's always booked. So if they open up, then I'll be able to get in. But Urgent care. Nobody's called. Yeah, I might have to do, just do that and just be like, hey, so I think I might have strep and have them test me. That's the doctor that figured out I have strep at CityMD. I hate doctors. I just hate, you know, funny story. Is it though? No. <laughs> I The urgent care closed at 8 p.m. This is a struggle. This entire episode is just going to be about Jake getting sick. The urgent sick. care closed <laughs> at 8 p.m. And it was 7.40 and I live a two minute walk from the urgent care. So I walked over. The, the nurse brought me back. The doctor walked in before she even gave me my vitals and like wanted me out ASAP. So he was like, boom, 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 done. It was the greatest doctor experience I've ever had. That sounds fantastic. So go right before they're closing. Okay. You were telling, uh, nope. <laughs> that was worse. You were telling me about this condom challenge. Yes. People are snorting condoms. Snorting. snorting They're condoms. snorting condoms. Oh, tell me more. <laughs> so there is this whole thing going around the news right now about kids doing the condom challenge where they're snorting condoms into their nose and pulling them out of their mouths. Ew, oh my God, I'm going to barf. So it's not even just disgusting, it's also a health hazard, and it's totally terrible for your nasal passages. That's fucking gross. So it's just the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard of. I, though, looked it up, and I don't know if I 100% trust Snopes, but I also saw from some other pretty reliable sources that this is not a thing that kids have started doing again. This is something that kids started doing in like 2012 or 2013, they did it, and then it stopped. What's so it's almost like they're picking up a story from years ago because apparently there's nothing else to talk about because the world's not fucked up enough. Do you know it's funny? It was from 2012, 2013. I saw somebody, one of my Facebook friends, post a video that was like school stabbing. Somebody got stabbed. It's somebody like went around stabbing people at school. And I'm like, oh shit, another like breaking news story about something happening in a school. I looked it up. It's from 2013. What the fuck? I know. What is wrong with people? Because people see these things on the internet and they believe them. So then they share them on Facebook. And then people are like, oh, this is so scary. Let me share it. Another school stabbing. And then people freak out. But I'm like, hello, look at your fucking sources. Now, the weird thing is, normally it's people don't look at their sources. This time it was a reputable source, but it wasn't. But the date was The date off. was way off. And it, the way they made it, it sounded like this new source was trying to do this on purpose because they didn't. There was nothing that made it sound like it was current. You know? mm. There's nothing that made it sound like it wasn't current, which wasn't is what current, I think yeah. why the person shared it. That's fucked up. 
So it drives me absolutely fucking insane when people share shit that's not true. Like, look at the damn news source. If you've never heard of it, it's probably not true. But this is the fucked up part, is that it almost seems like the news source is getting involved in this whole fake news thing now. Because... Why are they sharing this whole idea of the condom challenge years later and they're making new news articles and new segments as if it's happening right now? It's almost kind of like... Well, it's not fake news. It's Well, it is because it's not happening right now. But it's not fake. It happened. It It happened, but they're not talking about... Well, they don't start it off saying this challenge that was three years ago, we're just going to talk about it again. They make it seem like it's happening right now. And everybody's involved in it and that these kids are doing it. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just that there's nothing else for them to talk about, which I highly doubt is the thing. Because there is plenty of shit going on in the world that they can talk about. Or if they're just trying to make teens look stupid. I don't know. I mean, Which, now that I'm thinking about it. Would be kind of crazy. I'm totally going into a whole like skeptic area of, and I'm totally like rocking the cradle right here. But like, not rocking the cradle, rocking the boat. (laughs) Rocking the cradle, doesn't that mean like you're sleeping with a young person? I'm about to rock your cradle, (laughs) motherfucker. Rocking the boat. But what if they're sharing this thing as if it's happening right now because there are teens that are pushing for uh, gun reform? What? You know how everybody's talking about these teens that what are trying to... What does have to do with snorting condoms? The fact that teens... They keep saying teens don't know what the hell they're talking about. They can't even own uh, a gun or buy a gun, so they don't know stupid. what they're saying. Which would be pretty crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not buying into that. That's a pretty big conspiracy Who theory knows? that you're thinking that the news sources are the ones spreading this. You I know think, I love conspiracy theories. No, you know what? I So do I. It's like Greg T's chicken conspiracy. If you listen to the big the morning show and you've ever heard Greg T talk about how chickens don't really exist... Because there's not enough chickens in the world to feed the amount of 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 people that eat chicken on a daily basis. Like, uh, do you get ten chicken wings, right? How many chickens is that? How many wings does a chicken have? Two. That's fucking five chickens just for your wings. There's no fucking way that there's that many chickens in this world to feed the amount of chicken that we eat every day. Chicken wings, chicken nuggets, chicken tenders, chicken patties. It's not possible. I believe so it. So when he said this with this conspiracy theory, I'm like, holy shit. That's so right. Like I've, I've, I'm, I'm not usually into conspiracy theories, but this is so true. There's no way there's enough chickens to feed the amount of chicken that we eat in America. Agreed. It's just not possible. Well, you know our FDA doesn't give a fuck about what we eat, anyways. Well, I don't know. I don't know enough to talk about this. They don't. The way that they feed these animals is just horrifying. Yeah, I'm and sure. The and the things that they do they to treat it. Them, yeah. And they also don't give a shit. Think about the fact that. Do you remember years back when? Uh, a batch of Fireball that was for the U.S. got sent to the U.K., so the U.K. sent it back because the U.K. only allows, like, very minimal amount of windshield wiper fluid in Fireball. And we allow, like, three times what the U.K. allows. So the U.K. flat out was like, get this shit out of here. We will not permit our people to eat this or drink this. And they sent it back to the U.S. But the U.S. doesn't give a fuck about what we eat or drink, so they let us drink lighter, not lighter fluid, fucking windshield wiper fluid. Well, yeah, look at the kind of, look at the stuff, I don't know, gross. I don't want to talk this shit about... This is two weeks in a row now that we're talking know, about seriously. really disgusting things. Can we go back to stupid people, though? Yes. So, not stupid people. I don't want to call you stupid. You're stupid. It's pretty, um, pretty stupid. So, when I was in Colorado, speaking of sharing fake things, or things that are not meant to be shared at the current time, 
Uh, well, that's not the problem's not that they're sharing it. The problem is that they're sharing it thinking that it's happening right now. Yeah, exactly. Right. Just wanted to clarify. Yes. We're not, you can share old news. Yeah, but you need to just say that it's old. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't put it out there. There's fucking school stabbing. And you don't know whether it's from 2013. Anyway, I was in Colorado. So, with a bunch of people I didn't know. Hopefully, none of them listened to this. Um, we were going to somebody's apartment and they had one of those like call boxes, you know, where you like push. You push the apartment yeah. number and then you push a button and it rings to the apartment. Mm-hmm. So they're reading the instructions on how to do this and they're like, oh, it says push. It says type in apartment number, then type, then push hashtag. For the pound sign. And I'm like, it's a fucking pound sign. It's not called a hashtag. Do you understand that? Like a hashtag is on social media. I wonder if they're teaching kids that they're hashtags. No, this girl is our age. Oh. Like, Hello. It just made me scary. really angry because this is the type of person that would share really old news and scare everybody thinking that it's new news. <laughs> she totally You're is. the reason that people hate millennials. Yeah. Yeah. How, we should title this episode, How to Be a Good Millennial. I don't know if we can really teach that, though, or if we have any no, we have good advice on that. <laughs> terrible, terrible advice. But we can tell you, don't call things a hashtag if it's a pound sign. Yes. That makes you seem like a stupid millennial. Yes. Stop sharing shit that's really old and pretending. Yes. And, and acting like it's just happening because you're too stupid to check into your sources. Here's a good rule of thumb. If you're questioning something, Google it. If no other news sources comes up, it's probably not true. Reliable news sources also, yeah, not just not any like news source. The Onion. Oh my God, people have shared stories. You know from how many the times onion? I see a fucking Onion article, and like people think it's real, and they're all riled up about it. Yeah, and it makes you want to bash my head with my computer. So I want to know what other people think about this. So tweet us at two zero SDN podcast on or message us on Instagram. We got a lot of messages on Instagram. What was I going to say? <laughs> Fuck. What are you gonna say? Are you gonna what say? I, what did I start saying? What are ways not to be a stupid millennial? Are you high again? I'm not high. <laughs> You're on seven different medications. I'm you might on be a high lot again. Of medications. You look high. Yeah, Danielle this morning told me my eyes look glassy. Yeah. I'm not high though. <laughs> I would tell you if I was high. This is again. This this is the second week in a row that we're talking about really nasty shit. And where Jake's high during the but podcast. Speaking of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> We got a good tweet. Somebody shared our video, the avocado face mask video. Very <laughs> funny, by the way. Your skin looks beautiful. I'm happy that it worked. I got three pimples from that shit. Yep. Well, you know what? It was worth it. <laughs> Amal says, uh, I swear I could be having the roughest time of day, but Jake finds a way to make me laugh. That's so nice. I feel like he just doesn't know you very well. Well. Because you have perfect ways of making my day shit. Yeah, but I don't make his day shit, so it's all good. I guess you're right. That's really what matters. Yeah. And then uh, Sam Hooper Rose said... Go watch some of my, she she quoted the tweet and said, go watch some of my favorite 20-somethings. You know, I'm a little offended. Why? Because it says some of my favorite 20-somethings. Oh my God. Do you want to be the number one favorite? I think we should be her favorite 20-somethings <laughs> because we're doing nothing. <laughs> but in that video, we were doing something. We were actually 20-somethings doing something really weird. I mean, that's basically what this podcast is. True. It's just I'm too cool long with. of a name. It makes me feel okay with being a weirdo. Well, we're all a little weird. Normal people are no fun. Agreed. I think that's why relationships are so weird. Why? I think because I'm so weird, so my relationships are always so weird. Yeah, but what? <laughs> you? That's just based on who you date, though. Because you I can don't date think so. somebody that's the same amount of weirdness of you as you, which I, I don't do. think you've done. I do. And I think Have that's why they end up extra weird. Have you dated somebody with the same amount of weirdness? Yeah. 
You have? Yeah. Because huh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that would work. It should work, but it doesn't. So maybe you need somebody that's a little less, a little different. So not weird. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I think everybody's weird in their own way. Ah, everybody's I do too. A little special. <laughs> no, but Ew, that sounded extra creepy because of the way that your voice, voice sounds right now. Yeah, you sounded like someone that just sits in a corner in a rocking chair. In the dark and like, like whispers from, things. Um, what's that TV show? Uh, on Cartoon Network with the cowardly dog, Courage the Courage cowardly the Cowardly Dog. dog. Yes, loved that with cartoon. The creepy, so creepy. I would give them nightmares from that. My mom used to get really creeped out with me as a kid because I always liked the really weird things, like Courage the Cowardly Dog and Edward Scissorhands, Dexter's Laboratory. Okay, but that's what not that weird. Wait, is De- Dexter's lab the reason why? No, JK. We can't have mind. nice things. <laughs> okay. Well, I wouldn't say that that's a direct correlation, but maybe. Who knows? I'm loving your velvet blazer. Thank you. It's Jaker. real trendy. It's trendy AF. I appreciate She's that. A, ma- a maroon uh, velvet blazer. It feels nice. I don't want to touch it. You don't come anywhere near me. No. <laughs> You're going to get me sick. I'm like slightly dying. You look like you're dying. It's just my throat is on fire. Because it feels, what did you say before? It feels like a blowtorch is Yeah, it me. feels like somebody's blowing a blowtorch on my on the back of my throat. Ugh. Feels great. Didn't help. Speaking of love. <laughs> Everything we talk about goes back to you being sick. Can we talk about, um, <laughs> what's it, who broke up? Channing Tatum? Oh, and Jenna. <laughs> Every female on the on Twitter is like, "Oh my God, my life is over." They were just such a cute couple. Okay, tell me, talk to me, talk to Doctor Jake. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can we please stop trying to make Doctor Jake a thing? What? It's not a thing. <laughs> this is the uh, segment with Doctor Jake. <laughs> it will never be a thing. It hurts to laugh. Don't make me stop laugh. trying to make Doctor Jake happen. Fetch will never be a thing. Um. Okay. Why are you upset that they broke up? Because they were an adorable couple. They were weird and happy and really good looking. Basically, everything you want to be in a relationship is right, what they were. Right, exactly. But they were not. Apparently. <laughs> because what you see. They got, they got not, divorced yes, or getting divorced. What you see is not what you get. And everybody has this fantasy, which is good. This is why people love celebrities, because you have this fantasy of their life is amazing and things are great. And I know there's like celebrities that don't have amazing lives and you hear about that. But these like celebrity couples where it's like, oh, they're so cute. And they post on Instagram all the time and they're so happy. Like, you don't know the shit that happens behind closed doors. Of course you know, not. They're probably normal people just like us. Well, no, they're not. They're filthy rich. <laughs> We're far from that. But like, there's shit that goes on in their I think lives. I have thirty dollars in my bank. You say that every week. You really need to start saving. <laughs> Uh, actually, I think you said negative 30 last time, so we're on a <laughs> Yeah, roll. so I'm on an up uptick. uptick. So, I'm on know, an uptick right now. I have now. no idea. You just have weird ticks. <laughs> so my point is that these, like people are so upset, but it's just because it's breaking that that vision that they have in their mind or that, that thought of what they think this couple is like. Because the only thing you know what they're like is from the media and from their social media. Yeah, but that could go for not just famous people. It goes for just about anybody. It goes for everybody, right. But people are more upset about celebrities because it's like, oh, this You just think couple. that they're more upset because there's more people saying they're upset about it because more people know who they are. No. But I would say that it correlates the same. Like when if you and your ex broke up or like if you and somebody broke up, 
then it's not like people would be fucking tweeting, oh my God, Ricky and him broke up. I'm so sad. Yeah, because I don't nearly have as many people looking at my life as yeah, they do. I don't know. I guess I see your point. <laughs> I'm just saying that when it comes down to it, if you're a really adorable couple and people look up to you, you're, you never had a friend looked like they were having, like they were in the best relationship ever. And because you were a friend of theirs, you were like, oh my God, they have such a great relationship. Like, I want to be like them one day. And then they break up and you're like, love is a lie. No. That's happened to me before. Honestly, it's not happened to me. I had a couple that I was just like, wow, you guys are freaking adorable. and You're everything I ever want to see. And then they broke up and I was like, I hate everything again. (laughs) Well, nothing's perfect. Nothing's ever perfect. I guess I'm just more realistic. I guess. Okay. Can I read you a Facebook post? Yes. So, obviously, I'm not going to say name. Jake basically gets all of his topics for this off of his Facebook. <laughs> yeah, because my Facebook friends are... Crazy. Well, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Intriguing. Okay. I really hope she doesn't listen to this. What is love? Does it truly exist? Five years ago today, let's call him Steve. Steve sat me down to talk and asked me to be his girlfriend. Today, he decided our love was a lie. Today, he decided that he's done, that he's done and will not attempt to reconcile. Today he decided that while many wait, today he decided that while this may be a mistake, he would rather regret leaving than staying. Is all love a lie? Is there any happy endings? Or is I love you just something you say until you don't feel like saying it anymore? Happy five years, here's to no more. She posted that on Facebook. I don't <laughs> okay, I don't mean to girl. laugh because she's clearly heartbroken. But I don't know why she would post that on Facebook. Also, I I'm an ordained minister, if you don't know, and I have officiated two different weddings. Yes. And this reminds me of, like... What a, you would say? Yeah. Today, my girlfriend bank. Does anybody actually sit anybody down to make them girlfriend-boyfriend anymore? I feel like that's not a thing. Yeah. Really? Well, you have the conversation. It's not just, like... You have to have the conversation so you both know what's going on. You can't just be like, oh, I guess we're boyfriend-girlfriend now. Because I normally like, just go with it. No, see, then that gets fishy because then what if the other person hooks up with someone and you're like, well, we never said we were official. Well, then I wouldn't want to be with you. Okay. Because you're a piece of shit. That's understandable. You know what I mean? I feel like you just know. Yeah. You're at a certain point where obviously mm. if you guys are clicking well enough that you know that you're both clicking and there's no need to have a sit down conversation about, do you want to be my boyfriend? I disagree. I think it leaves way too many open, uh, open-ended questions if you don't make it like... I'm not saying like make it Facebook official. I'm saying like you I need never to make have a Facebook, Facebook official ever. No, that's just weird. I, just I always thought have, it was weird. I just don't have my relationship status on Facebook. I don't think mine is either. <clears throat> because everybody in my life that needs to know knows. True. No, exactly. I think it's just weird to be like, "Hello, all of my Facebook friends. I suddenly got into a relationship. I right. wanted you to know." So exactly, this Facebook post. <laughs> that's why I think that's weird. It freaks me out, man. Like, it freaks me out, man. It looks like a diary post. No, honestly, it's too much for Facebook. That's what I'm saying. Here's, let's Tone add this down, to the lady. list of uh, ways to be a good, a good millennial. millennial. Don't post all your dirty shit on <laughs> Facebook. Or Twitter. Or Instagram. Or Twitter. Or any other social media platform. Okay, I, need, I can't write this much. <laughs> it's just, I do understand where she's coming from, but it was weird in the way that she wrote it. Okay. What do you mean you understand where she's coming from? Like, I get where she's coming from because she was with somebody for five years, and then suddenly it all just stopped. Right, but does the entire Facebook world need to know 
exactly how it happened and all the no, details. No, and that's why I'm saying. So the way that she wrote it was really weird. I think she was trying to be poetic about it, but it just didn't come off that way to me. It came off more creepy. Today, he decided our love was a lie. Yeah. Today, he decided that he's done and will not attempt to... Like, this really reminds me of what I have said at weddings. That's why I'm saying it's... positive. You know? The follow-through of what was going on was, was poorly executed. So let's dig a little bit deeper and look at the comments. Did she get into an argument about that post? No, there was just a lot of funny comments. Yeah, she deleted it. I'm glad I screenshotted it. <laughs> but there's still pictures of them. Another way of being a good millennial. Anything you see, screenshot, screenshot that, that, shit that shit right away. Wait. Because it'll be there and then go away real quick. Screenshot. <laughs> Posts. And nudes. <laughs> no, no, don't do oh, that. Wait, wait. No Don't nudes. do that. That's a bad idea. Bad nudes. <laughs> Well, not the nudes itself. That's whatever. Don't put your face in it. I'm just going to not comment. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, yeah. So anyway, people were commenting like, uh, sometimes it doesn't work out, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is not the place to have this conversation with her. Yeah. Like, if you want to if you wanna make her feel better, text her, call her. Why do you need to have this conversation over Facebook? That's why I'm saying it gets like creepy and weird. It's it, almost. It's just weird. It's that's a good word. Yeah, it's just it's weird. It's not something that you usually want to see on Facebook or want to have a conversation with somebody about no. on Facebook. And obviously she regrets it because she deleted it. Maybe things worked out, hopefully. But now here's the biggest thing. This is what people say all the time. There was like a meme going around that's like, if you're going to post your whole relationship on Facebook and then it suddenly ends, we need to know what happened. Yeah. Because we yeah. get so invested, right? So now I'm invested in this breakup. Yeah. What happened? Did you get back together? Why'd you delete the post? Are you yeah. going to stay apart? What's going to happen with the baby? Oh, they just had a baby, by the way, too. No. Yeah. I don't know if they're I married. thought you were saying that as a casual, funny joke. They just no, had a baby? No, no, no. They legit have a baby. <gasps> that's probably why they broke up. No, the baby's been there for a while. Kids are a lot of the reason why. I'm sorry to anybody who is in a divorced family. I'm from a divorced family. And how they say it wasn't you. It's almost always the kids. (laughs) Parent, well, not the kids, parenting styles. Way to make everyone feel good about themselves. (laughs) It's not really the kids. It's, It's the parenting styles. A lot of times the two people have different parenting styles. And that's a huge reason why they end up getting a divorce. Because they don't agree on what to do with the kid. Well, that sucks because this kid is a newborn. Yeah, that's rough. I'm sorry, but you don't just have a baby with somebody and then you're like, okay, see you later, gotta go. There's something going on. Well, I think it's kind of fucked up that, like I said, that she put it out to the world and then just leaves us hanging. Yeah. Like, what happened? That's like all these famous people, though. There's almost like a relationship purge going on in Hollywood in this moment. Like, everyone's getting divorced or breaking up. And... They don't tell you why. Every time they're like, we lovingly decided. No fucking way did you lovingly. I'm sorry. Again, maybe I'm bitter because I'm from a divorced family. You don't lovingly break up. That's not a thing. You get angry at each other. You scream and yell. Someone did something wrong. Like when Logic and his wife broke up? Oh my God. That actually made me way more sad than Channing Tatum and Jenna. But they were only together for two years. I don't care. They were amazing together. Yeah, but she unfollowed him on Instagram and then which like makes you think that he cheated and then they wrote this whole post that was like there was no hard feelings we still love each other and then yeah she commented in, or he commented on her post and was like i'll love you forever baby yeah I'm like this is then why don't you stay married if you love each other forever well i, I will know. say I know, I know i know they don't mean it like that <laughs> well maybe they do though i think that 
I'm about to throw my parents under the bus right here. Oh, hi, mom and dad. <laughs> I think my mom and dad loved each other even after they got divorced. I don't think they do now. <laughs> but I think when they got divorced in the beginning that they still loved each other. But they knew that they had to get divorced because no matter what, it just wasn't going to work out. Yeah. Because you could love somebody and still just not get along. That happens sometimes. And you thought you could and you can't. There's always weird shit going on that you just don't. It's way more complicated than we just broke up. A.K.A. why we're so confused when they're like, we lovingly separated or we love each other still. We just decided it's not going to work. There's obviously something going on. Yeah, and we'll never know. Because it's so deep. But that's the thing is that we shouldn't know because it's not our business. I know, but, but you want to know. But if you make your whole life our business, <laughs> then it kind of is our business, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, I understand you need some privacy. But if you're out there, like your whole relationship is out there in public and then all of a sudden it just blows up, people want to know what happened. Yeah. Like you said, I agree actually entirely with what you said. That's cool. I like that. Let's keep doing this. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you say every time. <laughs> I think I've only agreed with you maybe three other times. No, I think that's the, the biggest issue with when people share shit like this. It is. Like I you, agree entirely. Yeah, just leave people hanging. You, social media is all, is 99% of the time is people sharing the highlights of their life. Always. So then when you have something that's not a highlight, it's like, shit, that's not good. You know, because you don't realize that like, People have shitty days. Like, these people let you... Oh, yeah. Like, we stay positive on this podcast 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. We have shitty days. Oh, yeah. I can't fucking talk today. Yeah. Well, I'm still here, and I'm happy. I mean, I am actually happy today. But, you know, there's days that <laughs> we have... Because you saw my face. Yeah, always. There, there, there's, 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 people have shitty days, no matter who you are. I don't care if you're fucking Bill Gates and you have billions of dollars. He's got bad days. Just because he's got all the money in the world doesn't mean he's the happiest man alive. Yeah. So, you know what? People have shit... And uh, like people, are, I don't know, I guess people are also shocked because they feel connected to the person. Yeah, you do kind of get this sense because you see them all the time, especially on social media and how immersive we are into social media. You see yeah. them all the time and you see like their daily lives or what they decide to show you from their daily lives and you just associate that with their daily lives. So you're like, I'm with you every day. <laughs> and you kind of grow this sense of attachment to them and you kind of feel like they're your friend. Yeah. In a sense. Well, you I know what I mean? That's what people feel about us. I think they do. I hope so. Because we are your friend. We are. We're just not each other's friends. That's why we have to be your friend. <laughs> we need someone else to fill that void. We need a buffer. <laughs> we need you. You're that third person. <laughs> you're you're the love triangle. You're the you're the side that makes this the love triangle. <laughs> oh my god. Just it's more of a friendship triangle. I hate you so much. So yeah, love love is dead. It apparently. is. Love is dead. For I've been them. saying that since not day for one. Us. It's dead for them. Well, well, no, not necessarily. That relationship is dead. Yeah, true. Try to stay positive. I'm not trying to be a negative person. I just feel like almost every relationship ends in turmoil. <laughs> How to be a good millennial. Don't ask Ricky for advice. <laughs> not on relationships, at least. I'm really bad with relationships. Um, but that, like we've said before, that can make you a good person to give advice. Yeah, true. Very, very true. To end the podcast. Please. I will say, yeah, I feel like Jake's dying. I will say I really appreciated the last comment that you made about the fact that everybody has shitty days and that people sometimes just don't show it. Yeah. And I will say that Hollywood is slowly changing and people are starting to talk about the shit that sucks in their lives as well. Yeah. And I applaud the people that do that. Well, yeah, with all the the Me Too movement. and That also a lot of people are coming out and talking about their depression more openly. Um, a lot of people are talking about their um, 
mental illnesses. So who was it that I was watching the other day? Somebody in sports, and I can't remember his name right now, um, going school to school to talk to kids about his personality disorder and things yeah. like that. So this is real shit. You know what I mean? You can have, like you said, millions of dollars and still be unhappy or still have something else you have to deal with. So bottom line, you just got to live every day the best way that you can. Be happy as best as you can. And know that everybody has shitty days. So when you have a shitty day, don't feel like you're alone. When you have a shitty day, turn us on because we're your escape from the shitty day. Yeah, we try to be. I think that's also why we try to stay so positive, too. We have shit, like you said, we have shit days, but we're here to kind of make your shit days better. I like that. You know? There's, what do you do to when you have a shit day? Typically, I look at pictures of me. Yes. I stare at all of your pictures in your shrine of me. Yes. <laughs> so I normally listen to music. And that makes me feel better, in all honesty. I, I know that's like, such a cliche thing to say, but it's like, real. I feel like we're in a support group right now. <laughs> I, Hi, my name is Ricky, and I'm having a good day today. Hi, Ricky. <laughs> what are you doing? You're having a shit day. You know, there was this guy on YouTube that I used to watch. He's a vlogger, and it's him and his family, and they're always positive. And it's, like, kind of unrealistic, but it's, like, so fun to watch them. Still just gives you a nice vibe. Yeah, even though I know it's not real. You know? Yeah. That might be real, but you don't see the bad parts. Yeah. And it just, like, gives some positivity. But when you're going through a bad time, you need to see the positivity and the good parts, not the bad parts. Right. And that's why you turn on 20 somethings That's doing why we're here! And that's why you tell all your friends to listen to 20 somethings doing nothing. I could totally drown you out right now with how loud my voice is compared to how low yours is because you're sick. Yeah, and I'm, like, getting lower and lower because it hurts <laughs> more and more. Okay. Well, you that's need to sleeved. go on vocal rest. You need to go to Iceland. And yeah, I got to get on a plane to Iceland. <laughs> well, that's fucking awesome. Seriously, have fun. I can't wait to talk about it next week. Next week, when we'll have so many things to talk about. Uh, Monday. So short. Yeah, well, it's just a quick trip. Typically, I do quick trips because I don't have that many days that I can take off. And Iceland's expensive, like we said. Hell yeah, it is. All right, well, I can't wait to hear about it. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it next week. Catch you guys next week when hopefully Jake's not sick and oh. sounds like he's dying. Bye. Bye. <laughs> What made Vincent van Gogh one of the greatest painters and most tortured souls of all time? Was Harry Houdini predestined to become the great escape artist based on his family's great escape? I'm Dr. Gail Saltz, and on my new podcast, Personology, I'll be joined by amazing experts to delve into the minds of famous historical figures. If you want to know what really made exceptional people tick, then take a listen to Personology. Find Personology on March 9th on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The only way is through. A new podcast in partnership with iHeartRadio and Under Armour. Players, coaches, and athletes will share intimate and personal stories of performing at the highest level. This season, Notre Dame women's basketball coach Muffet McGraw is battling a losing record. Every game knowing you're supposed to win, that really weighs heavy on your shoulders. And I think I said at one point, wouldn't it be great to be the underdog again? My husband said, be careful what you wish for. And here we are. Listen to The Only Way is Through, available now on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.